Hi Pilgrims and welcome to the Pilgrim Story Hour. And today I want to talk to you about something called El Juego de la Oca, which is associated with an idea of this hidden Camino. Now when I worked, walked my first Camino back in 2001, I met some pilgrims who kept going on about this hidden Camino and this Juego de la Oca. And I had no idea what they were talking about, but they seemed to be on some kind of a treasure hunt, looking at symbols and following a map. And I really didn't give it much more thought and forgot all about it. Until a few years later, when I was living in Spain, and my husband pulled out a game that he said he used to play as a kid to play with our own daughter. And it is a game called El Juego de la Oca, which I'm going to show you. This is the board game that we have. Okay, it's called El Juego de la Oca. And so I said to him, is this in any way connected with the, this Camino and these people who were walking with a treasure map? And he said he wasn't sure. So I said, okay, well, let me just go do some investigating and some exploring. And what I found out is absolutely fascinating. Now, there are some people who believe that this Juego de la Oca is nothing more than an ancient map or guide to the Camino, written at a time when pilgrims and people were illiterate, and so they needed to use symbols and images as a way to point out the key landmarks and resting places along the way. And then there are others on the other end of the spectrum who believe that each image hides a symbol that is pointing towards an inner journey that the pilgrim is making at the same time that they are walking an outer journey. That really, this entire game and the Camino is a journey of transformation where you are able to pick up and gain universal wisdom through your journey that you can take back and apply in your everyday life. And that the true alchemy that is happening on the Camino and during pilgrimage is that of converting the lead of our lower selves, be it our fears, our anger, um, and converting that into the gold of our higher nature, our higher selves, which is our love, compassion, and understanding or wisdom. I found that absolutely fascinating. So I pulled out the game again and I started to study it. And what I'd like to do is just share with you some of what I've learned on, uh, about this game so far and invite you to keep exploring on your own because there really is so much to learn. But like any game or any study of symbols, your interpretation very much depends on the lens through which you are looking at that symbol. So for example, I can interpret a, one symbol through the eyes of the tarot, others interpret it through the eyes of sacred numerology, or the Kabbalah, or the Templar initiations. Um, there are just so many ways that you can look at it. Now, I'll give you what I've learned so far, and as I say, I invite you to explore as you um, as you look at this game and add it from a slightly different and critical eye. Okay, let's start with the general kind of look of this board. You will see that it's actually a spiral going from the outer to the inner. Obviously, you not know, very simple to understand that this symbolizes the journey from the outer self to the inner self. That one's pretty uh, evident and that in some uh, in some cases you will see la pata to or the foot of la oca which is the goose uh, to indicate that idea or that symbol of going from the outer to the inner journey let's look at why la oca itself what is it about the goose 
Well, in some traditions, they believe that the goose is the keeper of ancient wisdom. And you'll see it at various places here. Well, especially in the center, you'll see it at various places along the way. And that as a keeper of that wisdom, it was also the bird that carried souls from this physical realm into the realm of the spiritual. And that the oka is a migratory bird. It is a bird that always flies from east to west. It follows the trajectory of the sun, the sun indicating illumination, the sun indicating the light. And that in its trajectory, what it is doing, la oka or the goose, is leading people to the land of the dead, the land of where the sun finally sets, to land's end, or what is today called Finisterre. And the bird itself, um, when you land actually on any of the um, houses or the places, the squares, where there is a goose, um, this is meant to indicate that you are landing in a place where you can get a special teaching or a special wisdom. And it's um, it's there to help you on your journey of personal transformation. I also happen to look at the Oka or at the Goose as the pilgrim themselves on this journey of personal transformation as they go walking on that, uh, on that pilgrimage. So that's the Goose. Now, as with any pilgrimage, as with any, any adventure, you're going to meet some challenges and there's going to be some opportunities for you on that journey as well. So let's look at some of them here, kind of from a symbolic point of view. The bridge. You will see here, I hope you can see that well enough, you will see that you have a bridge. The bridge symbolizes in some traditions, and many actually, the union of two shores. It could be the union of the masculine and feminine. It could be the union of the spiritual and the material. In some other traditions, they look at the individual, at the human being, as being the bridge between the spiritual and the physical worlds, bringing heaven to earth. And that the more that you can flow with the currents of life, the more that you can flow with the currents of divinity, the easier that your life will be. In fact, when you land on a bridge, you get an extra, you get an extra roll, you roll again. Um, because that's to indicate that you are flowing with your life, you're flowing with what the Camino is, is bringing to you. I forgot to mention that the first thing you have to do, this is like snakes and ladders, by the way, for my North American friends. You basically roll the dice and you move from square to square. But rolling the dice is also symbolic as well, because when you're rolling the dice, you're taking a chance. You have no idea what's going to happen. You can have all the best laid plans in the world, but as soon as you get onto that Camino, you are rolling the dice. You have no idea what's going to happen. And your ability to flow with the currents of this pilgrimage is what's going to make you help you in your journey of, of transformation on the Camino as well. Now, you will also find along here, let's see if I can find it, wells. There is a well somewhere here on the board. I can't point, I can't find it right now. But trust me, there's a well. So the well represents the well of despair, the well of frustration, sometimes the well of negativity that each and every pilgrim can fall into. When you land on in this well of despair, you actually stay there until someone, another uh, player, lands on that square and pulls you out. Symbolically, it's very clear that it's very easy to stay in that well of despair and that we need at times to reach out to others, to other pilgrims, to help us get out of 
that negativity, that place where we're at, and to help us move forward in our journey. Similar to that idea of being trapped is in a labyrinth. The labyrinth where you're lost. You can be lost physically, emotionally, spiritually. You can stay there forever, wandering in paths that lead you absolutely nowhere. But you also have the power within you to get out. There is a way out. There is one way out, as in every single labyrinth. But to get out, you have to be able to look inwards. You have to be able to open your heart. And it's when you're able to open your heart that you are then able to see solutions that perhaps weren't there before and then find a way to get out of um, your personal labyrinth, your personal place of being lost. After the labyrinth, the jail, similar kind of concept. You know, there are times when we feel, when we feel trapped, you know, we don't see a way out. We don't believe in ourselves. And so we give our power away. We give away our freedom in the process, not realizing that we have the power all along that we have to be the ones to find our courage and we have to find our confidence to be able to open the door of that jail cell and to walk out and to continue on our journey. So courage is an element that you learn when you're very much um, stuck in, in jail. There are also what's called posadas. A posada is like an inn or a resting place, a place where you can relax for a little bit, meditate, reflect, think about your journey so far how far you have come and celebrate all the tremendous progress that you have made on your inner journey of transformation. You know, there's so much more, as I said, to this game and there's so much more that, um, that you can explore, which I really invite you to do. It's such a rich um, children's game that has so much to offer you, so many insights to offer you if um, you're able to look at it in that way. So before you leave your Camino, pick up a game. They're everywhere. You can also buy it as one of those uh, folding games that you can very easily bring back with you and play it with your kids, play it with your friends. But as you do and as you roll the dice, you know, look at it with other eyes. Use your own personal lens. Use your own wisdom. Use your own experiences to truly come to an understanding of what this journey of transformation and wrapped up in a game is really saying to you. So I hope you've enjoyed this little story from, um, from my experiences. If you'd like to learn more about me, as always, walkingforpeace.com is my website. And for the next little while, I'll be on Instagram. My handle is walkingforpeace, where I will be sharing daily posts and pictures from my walk to Jerusalem. I hope you'll join me there as well. And buen camino to you all.